0: They are coming. They are coming, and I don't think we will ever get out. If you're reading this, please call the police. Call them now. Call the cops if there are any cops left to call. Tell them to come find me. I can't promise we will be here tomorrow, or the day after, or the day after that, but tell them to rescue us before it's too late. Tell them to try. If they ask for a name... Tell them my name is Allison Hewitt. And tell them that I'm trapped. Allison Hewitt and five other missing souls are holding out in the break room of Brooks and Peabody at the corner of Langdon and Park. We are all in relatively good health. Most important, none of us are infected. If they ask what exactly you mean by all that, tell them this. On the evening of September 15, 2009, just before closing time, the Brooks and Peabody shop on Langdon and Park was attacked by the infected. I don't know what else to call them. The infected? The damned? I guess I'm not sure if it's a virus or disease, but I know it spreads and I know the kind of destruction it brings. Our phones don't work, not the landlines or the fax, and our cell phones began running out of batteries yesterday. No one thought to bring a charger to work or to keep one in the break room. Phil, my manager, swears there's a charger in the stock room around back, but that's all the way across the store from here, and none of us are brave enough to try for it. I think eventually we'll become desperate and have to go out into the store. The food in here won't last forever, and I never thought I'd be so sick of beef jerky. The only electricity we have comes from the emergency generators that Phil bought last year when the flooding was getting bad and everyone was worried about losing power during the end of school sale. I don't know where the wireless is coming from. It's something called S-Net. I'd never used it before. It could be coming from the little row of apartments that sit on top of the store. Maybe someone is alive up there. Maybe they're trying to contact you, too. We're living behind a solid, safe door. The lock is industrial-grade. The safes are housed back here, and the doors are very heavy and reinforced. It was the logical place to hide— no windows, a refrigerator with some food, and most of all, the very heavy reinforced doors. I can't stress that enough, how much we rely on that door, how that one metal door has come to symbolize over only a matter of days, survival. If there are no windows and only one door, you might ask, how do we know they are coming? We know because of the security cameras, They must run on the emergency backup generators, because they still work. And the one and only monitor to view the feed is in the safe room. The safe room is just off the larger area, with the table and chairs and refrigerator. Sometimes when I can't sleep, I go sit in that room. It's not locked anymore. I don't think money will mean much now, and none of us has even tried to steal any of it. And watch the monitor. Thank you, Brooks and Peabody, for installing those cameras— those cameras allow us to see almost the whole store. The picture is black and white and not very clear, but I can see them. And I watch them scrape around the store, winding through the bookcases, passing the mystery and science fiction sections, lumbering by the reading lights and bookmarks. They will not leave, not even after everyone in the store is gone or dead or becoming one of them.